What's up, my peoples? Welcome to Urban Reformed Podcast. I'm your host, Ricky Rodan. And before we get into anything, I uh, wanted to just quickly reiterate that uh, you guys can send me questions, past podcasts, or topics that you would like for me to discuss. Of course, uh, theologically, philosophically speaking, Christian philosophy, anything of that nature, uh, you guys can just submit your questions uh, via the recording. So, also wanted to, uh, I don't really like doing this because it involves money, things like that. You know, I don't want to sound like these name it and claim it <laughs> preachers on TV. Sow the seed to Urban Reform Podcast. 10%. Give me $10. The Lord will give you 1000 in the mail someday, sometime. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, just wanted to say you can, if you feel led by God to do so, to help a brother out. You can support my podcast uh, by clicking the support button in the segment, an episode when you see it, uh, that will help me out to uh, just continue to do what I'm doing. I, my, I tell you my dream, my, my vision uh, for many years is to eventually, you know, branch out um, for this to become something that the Lord will use and eventually have a teaching ministry, sort of like Ligonier Ministries, R.C. Spro, Dr. R.C. Spro, uh, type of ministry, a teaching ministry, but for the urban inner city uh, culture. That has always been my goal. It's been my dream. I would like to do this full time, things like that. So again, I very uncomfortable with this subject so I'll just say that real fast uh, that you can support click on the, the button there and it gives you I think three different options to support me monthly something like that okay with that finally out of the way um, even though they tell me to say it every time but I don't think I'm gonna do that it's there uh, so, again, if you feel led to, great. If not, great. Um, so, whatever you feel like doing. So, as you can see, it's not a comfortable topic for me. So, I keep stuttering. <laughs> Anywho. Uh, so, I wanted to get into something that is a hot topic. The last few weeks, especially the last few days, with the new bill uh, passed in the New York legislation. I, again, I don't want to get into politics and all that too much, but this is beyond politics. This has to do with morality, biblical standards, God's law and theology so have to address it because it's it just it's a topic that people need 
to get more involved about, and this the issue of abortion. Okay, so recently, uh, Governor Cuomo, a liberal Democrat, progressive, in New York, they passed a bill for late-term abortions. Okay, um, which means that the baby can be terminated, um, and that's using a nice word. Let me let me let me be real. You know, I'm trying to walk a line of political correctness. You know what? Bump that. Not gonna do that. Uh, let's put it this way. Now you can murder the baby all the way up to nine months, even as it's passing through the canal, and even after it's out of the womb. <sighs> Man, what is going on? And not to our surprise, sure, uh, New York it was just the state recently to do it. But there's eight states who've already passed this. Either they flew under the radar or something happened that we're not, we wasn't really making a big fuss about it. We're, we should have been, I, myself included. You know, and I think this issue is waking the Christians up to say, wait a minute. They are getting their way. Remember, first it was just abortion back in the day. If you miss, not even a fetus, this and that. It kept going first trimester. Advanced the second trimester. Now we're in the third trimester. To the point where even out of the womb, you can take this baby's life, a human being, okay, born out of the womb. He's like, Ricky, why are you emphasizing out of the womb when abortion is abortion? Yeah, that's, that's true. And I believe that throughout the years, the church, Christians have been desensitized by Society, but like it or not, we gotta stop thinking. Let's be honest with ourselves. Let's be honest. The church has been failing. Yes, listen, there's organizations out there, um, there's pro life uh, activists, groups, um, clinics, women health clinics that offer like life choice here and in Winter Haven, Florida, which my sister-in-law, shout out to Avenatis Rodan, uh, helps to head here in Winter Haven to give the girls other options, adoption, and just counsel them and try to talk them out of abortion. Okay. Yes, that's out there. But what I'm saying is the church as a whole Okay, Christians as a whole, we have done a horrendous job at fighting against abortion of any trimester. Okay, yes, third trimester, that is absolutely gruesome. Even, even Democrats who are pro-choice are like, whoa, wait a minute. That is insane. Yeah. 
Exactly. But that's honestly has been the goal. It's just to do away whenever we want. It's convenient to the mother. Okay. So I think we've, we have done a terrible job at doing that. I admit it. I have no problem admit it, admitting that. Um, even though we see stuff in the news, like, man, that sucks, abortion, man. When is it going to be illegal? Let's hope something happens. You know, we voted in Trump and re- Republicans to, to, to try to put in judges to try to stop this. And, you know, we're pretty skeptical about that because nothing's being done. Okay? Nothing's being done. Because there's billions of dollars at stake with Planned Parenthood and the Democratic Party, even people in the Republican Party. It's not just only Democrats, even though they have gone haywire last two years uh, to the left. And so, of course, we're going to emphasize that more because of the lunacy that's happening in that party. Okay, all these socialists and communists coming in which, again, boggles my mind of how in the world, in the United States of America, that we have a constitution, bill of rights, that anyone with socialistic and communistic tendencies and views can run for office in a nation that goes by a constitution. It it's boggles my mind. But that's what we are. It is what it is. And we have to keep fighting against that. But listen here, this issue with the uh, uh, partial late-term abortion is not really new with New York. You have other states. You have Alaska, uh, uh, Colorado, what is it, New Hampshire, New Jersey, uh, New Mexico, Oregon, Vermont, Washington, D.C., no surprise there, and now New York, okay? This is the agenda that, can you imagine Hillary Clinton becoming president. She was spouting these views in her campaign. Can you imagine? Ah, oh, I don't. It's crazy to even think about that. Okay, but here we are still talking about this and it's happening in states. We need to do a better job. At that. Let's let me put this in perspective. For those of you who are still uh, on the border... Or, or trying to see, ah, you know, I don't know, women's health, choice. I don't know, is it that bad? I mean, is a fetus a person? All these questions come. Let, let's just put it into perspective here a minute. There is a guy from Philadelphia. His name is Dr. Kermit Gosnell. G-O-S-N-E-L-L. Uh, that has been convicted of murder and got life in prison for doing exactly what these eight, nine states have legalized. Think about that. There's a guy sitting in jail, a doctor who performed gruesome, horrendous, evil murders of babies outside the womb in the womb and coming out the womb. It, you know, let, let me just describe it for you. 
Yeah, because you have to. People are like, oh, shouldn't talk about it so group. You have to. How are you going to get the point? It's disgusting. Okay, it's murder. Talk about uh, him snapping spines, snapping their necks, chopping off their body parts. His office full of baby fetuses in jars like a psycho. Okay. And long story short, there's a movie about it. I suggest you guys go watch it if you can stomach that. I personally have not watched it. I saw previews. I read about it a lot. And honestly, me personally, I know abortion abortion is murder disgusting. So I don't need to see the movie. because It's just going to, I'm going to leave that place depressed or something. I know. I know the deal. So I don't want to visualize it, honestly. But if you're on the fence, go watch the movie. Go watch it. Okay, put that in perspective. This guy's in jail for life in Philadelphia. My where I'm from, my where I was born. Okay, the birth of the United States, where this man practiced late-term partial partial birth abortions and was convicted for murder for doing it. Listen to that. Okay. How we've gone from putting doctors in jail, or this doctor in jail, for that type of crime, okay, murder, that's what the charges were, to not legalizing exactly what he did in nine states. How crazy is that? Okay. Another way to put in perspective the people who don't take it that serious go look at your 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 you have kids you have little kids older kids especially now you have little kids go look at your sonograms that you took for your family to enjoy and look at look at your baby whether it looked like size of a bean a little bigger arms legs head and think about it. Think about a doctor going in and murdering your baby. Huh? Yeah, it doesn't sit well. You're probably angry at me right now for even saying that. But guess what? You got to know. Turn around and look at your kids. Look at your babies playing. Look at them. And think about those babies arms and legs, head being ripped off of their body while they're alive. Yeah. That's how gruesome it is. It's not an easy subject to talk about. I mean, we're talking about babies and murder in the same sentence. So, we got to put these things in perspective, man. We have to Christians have to do a better job at coming at this issue. You say, Ricky, there's other issues, man. There's a lot of other sins. Everybody commits sins. Yeah. Everybody commits sins. And listen, I get it. But we're talking about sin and crime 
of the worst kind. The Bible says that God hates hands that shed blood. Right? But here we are legalizing it. Okay? We're legalizing murder. Baby murder. That's the difference. Yeah, we all sin. We all make these errors in our lives. These sins. And we have to repent of them. Right? But this is legalized in the United States of America. Okay? I don't want to preach to the choir, but that is the deal. And we have to do a better job. Now, I'm not talking about joining the AHA and standing in front of churches and harassing churches to, to do something with your signs and talking bad about, you know, the, that, that's not what I'm talking about. I, I don't, I'm not for all that. I'm not going to tell you go do that. Okay. But we got to do a better job. Join your local pro-life movement. I don't know. Do something. Speak out against it in your social media. We got to stop ignoring this already. You know, oh, well, it is what it is. It's legalized. What can we do? The world's going to hell in a handbasket. So let's just sit back and just wait for Jesus to come. (laughs) No, that's not how it works. The Bible commands us to engage the culture, to call people to repentance. Okay. And here's the good news for you. If if anyone's listening that has had an abortion, okay, for whatever reason, okay, yes, you killed your baby, you murdered a child, but the good news is that there is forgiveness, there is peace, where your guilt can be lifted. By placing your faith and following Jesus Christ as your Savior. Okay. There is hope for you. You don't have to be there feeling guilty if you feel guilty that you did this atrocity. Because there is a God who is willing to forgive you of your sins and wipe that totally away and he will remember it no more despite what humans do on earth judging you and saying this and that and the other yeah but the Lord himself is willing to forgive forgive you of your sin but you have to repent you have to acknowledge your sin okay Acknowledge that it was wrong and plead with the Lord for, for to the Lord for forgiveness. And He will give you peace. Okay? He will forgive you and you will feel that thousand pounds of guilt coming off of you. Take it to the Lord. See, a lot of people get upset when we talk about abortion online on Facebook whatever Twitter social media in general and they're like man why you guys are so harsh and you know calling it murder and showing these 
but that's what it is. Well, you want us to water it down? You can't water down sin and expect people to feel guilty about it. Can't be complacent. Okay, we can't do that. So, like I said in my Facebook, that it's not a either or. It's a both and that we can call out the atrocity of baby murder, but at the same time, call them to repentance and let them know that there is forgiveness in the gospel of Christ. There is joy, there is happiness. Okay, there is forgiveness, true, real forgiveness. Okay, we can balance those things out and be merciful. We don't have to point fingers and condemn people to hell. Unless they're like the shout, the abortion movement, who don't even feel guilty. They're telling you to shout out your abortion. Be proud. Those people need to repent quickly. Or they will face the consequences in judgment. That's just real. That's not hellfire brimstone preaching. That's reality. Okay. That's a problem with the church today, too. We don't want to offend people. We want to be politically correct, looking for man's approval. So we water down issues so we won't offend. The truth is offensive. Of course, you say things with love, with grace, right? Of course you do. But don't confuse showing grace, love, and mercy to the person with, don't mention it, water it down. Don't say the word sin. Don't mention hell. Forget it. Don't say forgiveness. Just love the person no matter what. Nope. That Bible doesn't teach that. Nowhere. Nowhere to be found. Okay. We have to speak the truth in love, but we also have to let people know, you know, that we are all sinners in need of grace and that we can all come to the Lord for forgiveness. But you have to embrace it. You have to embrace the gospel, that good news, that despite what you have done against a holy God who demands perfect righteousness and holiness, that you have an advocate, one who has died in your place to forgive you of your sins, your substitute. He died so that you can live. That is the good news. Despite what you have done, doesn't matter. You can be forgiven and you can be saved, but you have to place your faith in Jesus Christ. That's the bottom line. Okay, that is the remedy. The more people that come to faith, the more the gospel spreads, the more we impact culture and society. And these laws can be eradicated. Okay. People say, well, you can't legislate morality, Ricky. That's not biblical. You can't legislate morality and this and that. Really? I've always found that confusing when people tell me that. Because last time I checked, we had laws against murder. That's a moral issue. It's legislated. (laughs) Right? Uh, So... Stealing, 
That's against the law. That's a moral issue. It's legislated. So please, let's stop using arguing. We can't legislate morality. What you're saying is, really, we cannot impose our Christian beliefs and Jesus on people. They have to make their own decision. Sure, I mean, that's true to in a sense that we have to just preach the gospel and let people come as the Holy Spirit draws them to himself. Can't force people to believe. I get it. But that's not what I'm saying. That's not what we're saying either. Okay. Saying is that there's no greater system of law than God's own word. Not human laws. Okay. There's nothing more authoritative than God's word and his law. So we have to keep that in mind too. You're a Christian. You already believe in God's law. Okay? In morality. So, believers, stand up. Make noise. We have to make more noise, starting with myself, about this issue. This is not some issue about some political view. This ain't politics. This ain't Democrat, Republican, Libertarian. It's not that stuff, you know. Say, oh, you guys always focus on voting for Republicans because of abortion. Like that's a one issue. Yeah, guess what? Even that if that's a one issue reason for people to vote, great. Guess what? Because that is still important. I mean, it's murdering human beings for crying out loud. Don't turn it, don't water it down to some political view of Democrat, Republican. If you're a Christian and you're in a Democratic Party because you want to just ignore the abortion issue because there's other issues, or you are for abortion and you, you profess to be Christian, I would tell you, you also need to repent. I'm not saying you got to be Republican because Republican don't equal Christian. That's not what I'm saying. I could care less. But you cannot vote people into public office of the United States of America of any kind that supports or will push the agenda of murdering babies. Can't do it. It's a contradiction. Okay, there is no such thing. Whether you're Republican, Democrat, Libertarian, Liberal, Progress, whatever. Bottom line is, abortion is murder of all trimesters. Okay, but this has gotten out of control. Okay, look at this Virginia governor was talking about being interviewed oh we'll have the baby comfortable when it's born and this and, and let the doctors decide and the mother to see if she wants to keep it or not what <laughs> come on man, man I, I can go on forever about this here's the bottom line we need to do more 
that's my that's my point. Christians need to do more. We need to get more involved and be more vocal about this issue. Yes, there's other issues. I get it. But guess what? This is a legalization of murder. Get it into your head. Second point. Again, for those who have gone through it or even held this view, there is forgiveness in the in the Lord, in the gospel. The gospel will permeate through your entire life of everything. Not only of that sin, but all your sins. That is the message. Okay? That there is forgiveness in Jesus Christ for you. So with that said, I want to again reiterate that um, you can support this podcast uh, with whatever donation you would like monthly. It's the, the button's there. It says support this podcast. And you can also send me questions Okay, using the app, the Anchor app. Or find me on Facebook. It's Ricky W. Rodan. Okay, you see a silhouette of a drawing of a, just a head, a beard, and hair. <laughs> that's that's me. Because there's a lot of Ricky Rodans out there, apparently. When I looked it up, I was like, okay. Uh, so it's Ricky W. Rodan. You can, I, you can PM me questions, friend request me, or... You can go to my ministry page, uh, which is Urban Reform Ministries on Facebook. Just search it, Urban Reform Ministries. You can message me questions there or post your questions in the group as a regular post. And I will see them and I will respond to them. Okay, very accessible. You know, I'm all over the place there. I admin several groups. uh, So... I'm always on Facebook, dialoguing and spreading the gospel. So with that said, guys, have a wonderful night and may God bless you.